0: Welcome to the Greener Way podcast, a show about people, planet, and purpose, and how investors and corporate leaders push forward in a complex world. We're joined by Nuveen's Global Head of Private Impact, Reka Onithan. Impact investing and the ability to invest to achieve real-world social and environmental outcomes, as well as financial returns, is a hot topic in investing. So it's a real pleasure to speak with you again, Reka. Very nice to be with you, Rachel. Let's start from the ground up. What is impact investing and how do you define it in the private markets at Nuveen, Rekha? Yeah, sure. So impact investing fundamentally is the investment practice
1: of investing in companies that are projects, in our case, companies that are creating a um, solution to a problem statement. In our case, um, it is creating a um, product or service that is affordable and well-situated um, and well-priced for a low-income individual to access things like financial services, healthcare, and education. Um, or um, it's an investment in a company that's addressing climate change and bringing a solution to the market, helping uh, reduce carbon emissions, uh, reducing waste. So essentially, um, investments focused on creating solutions to big social and environmental problems. And importantly, um, having an orientation that's intentional, uh, intentionally trying to back these companies, intentionally providing them capital um, and helping them with strategy to create these solutions, reach more people, uh, reach more markets to grow um, as part of the solution. And then finally, measuring the impact we are looking to have and then
0: reporting on that impact. I think intentionality is one of my favorite words in the sustainable investment space uh, because it captures so beautifully um that that human mission um That's right. To, to extend the point a little bit further, um, Naveen recently released research covering institutional investors like super funds. Um, I love the framing of one of the themes, from rethink to redefine and reallocate. How are investors meeting those dramatic short and long-term changes and then taking action along those con- along that continuum, Rika?
1: Yeah, no, that's a really good question. And if you really think about the rethink part of it is... Um, for a long time, investing um essentially externalized topics of people and planet. And rethinking means really realizing that it's these are not externalities. These are very much part of um, our uh, investment portfolios, how we live, how we work, um, how we hope um to sustain this climate and the people in it, on it. Um and so rethinking is is really taking a step back and saying, how should we go about Investing, if we truly care that we want to mitigate the impacts of climate change, slow the effects of climate change and really transition to a greener economy. Um, and importantly, um, what does it mean with this growing population uh, to be more inclusive, to have a society that's functioning, um, that has access and, and has less inequality as part of its paradigm? So that's a rethinking. And that that rethinking and that pause um, helps us to think about the opportunity, uh, both in terms of costs if you don't do that and also opportunity in in if you do incorporate those themes um and so for impact investing for instance uh, that that means opening up to thinking about um, new ways of investing um backing business models that maybe weren't uh, necessarily seen as traditional ways of doing business uh, but as we know um, with the with the growing population and in, in, in the generations to come um you know purpose means not just having a job and 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 having an income and and retiring it actually means having purpose and kind of uh, contributing to society along the way and so um so the the redefining is allowing for an investment process that incorporates those um and, and the third one you'll have to remind me reallocate and reallocate exactly once you once you rethink and you redefine and then you can put money to work right in these in these mm-hmm. themes that are extremely compelling
0: There's often a shibboleth around um, sustainable investing and particularly impact investing that when you prioritize purpose, whether it's social or environmental, that might come at a financial cost. Um, Do you find that that's the case in your strategy, Reika? Absolutely not. And in fact, just given who we invest for, which is
1: institutions and retirees and 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 families and um, and investing for the long term, we absolutely par- play in the part of the market where um, the business models that create purpose um, are working in lockstep and becoming successful. And they're able to do that profitably. So we're typically taking significant minority stakes in companies that have proven that they can serve a customer in a unique way, bring a product or service to market that's differentiated and creating a social or environmental good. Um, and at the time and when, when we invest in them, they have proven that they can do this so profitably. Um, and, and what they really need is additional capital, aligned capital, institutional capital like ours, who, who cares about purpose, but also cares about returns um, to help them scale to that next phase of growth. And so by design, um, we are looking to back companies um, that have lockstep business models where purpose and profits uh, work um, and in concert with each other, um, further each other's goals. And, and the strategy that drives these companies and our investment thesis
0: um, is that uh, dual um, um, orientation. Excellent. Well, in a minute, Rick, I'm going to ask you for almost a mini case study in action when I ask you about a recent investment that that you made as a lead investor. But before we get there, um, in talking with people, you know, no matter where they are in the investment value chain, um, one of the things I frequently hear is this focus on real world outcomes, um, which to me is just another word for impact. Or impact is another word for real world outcomes. However, whichever side of the desk you sit on, um, how do you talk about real world world impacts, um, and how do investment allocation achieve that through a private market strategy.
1: Yeah. Um, so real world outcomes is is absolutely one way to talk about impact. And and you can think about it in terms of positive outcomes, uh, neutral outcomes or negative outcomes. Right. And every investment mm-hmm. has an impact. We're just trying mm-hmm. to move in impact investing where we have an outsized positive impact um, and, and mitigate any negative impacts um, of, of those those investments. And so, um, you know, real world outcomes basically means that, um, you know, we have a. Um, um, um and a gap in the market um, with respect to either a product or a service and you have a company that has innovated on what Best way to serve a customer? Uh, what way? Best way to solve a problem, while uh, offering a product in the market that makes sense to address that problem in some meaningful way, right? And so, um, certainly, as we talk through um, investment examples, like those, those, those topics come to light. But yeah, these are real world things, right? Our, uh, when you think about climate change, um, obviously we know that. Um, we have to address this today or yesterday um and mm-hmm. a lot of capital change in customer behavior institutional behavior um global behavior has to happen to, to make that um, a reality uh, but also um we know that um you know the way we operate daily is changing I mean we you know you go to a restaurant and you look at um your takeaway container and kind of the materials used in that are, are different now and they should be uh, uniformly uh, versus what they were 10 years ago five years ago um, and so every Everything about kind of how we operate is changing. And in there lies actually um, an investment case, right? Um, Similarly, um, you know, from, from Naveen's perspective we own um, a lot of significant uh, real assets we're large investors in real estate farmland timber infrastructure mm-hmm. and those value chains um, are, are fast focusing on sustainability needing to lower the carbon footprint reducing waste um and, and and becoming greener and so the the value proposition for us as impact investors is how can we help uh, large value chains um you know expedite their transition to a cleaner greener um less wasteful way of conducting themselves and And there, you know, there's just fantastic opportunities in the real world uh, solutions, right? How does a building become green? It doesn't happen Mm -hmm. overnight. It requires, um, you know, several interventions. Um, And on the social side, frankly... You know, you have um, in in parts of the world. You know, India is a big market where we invest. Um, you have a very young population, young growing population that is, um, you know, demanding um, products and services and access. And particularly with respect to lower income emerging customers, um, the the tremendous appetite for um, you know uh, affordable but well priced and and well curated financial services, healthcare and education access, and an ability for a customer to use a share of their wallet. To 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 invest in those and to purchase those, but but has to be created appropriately to serve that customer. It cannot be created in the same way it is it is created to serve a high income customer. And so these are all real world opportunities. And I and impact investing has a, has a uh, um, you know has a has a great challenge and
0: an opportunity to be able to to back these these businesses. Mm, I think one of the things I appreciate about look, talking about real world impacts and talking about positive, neutral, and negative is that it it attacks what I think is sort of the false dichotomy of externalities. Um, I think as impact and in, uh, in sort of real world impact from the negative sense gets more integrated into that investment chain, um, the space of what is external to an organization sort of dwindles yeah. down to an appropriate level. That's
1: right. No, that's a that's yeah. a really that's a really important observation.
0: The other one I really look forward to disappearing is uh, that false dichotomy of financial versus non-financial. If it's something that impacts a company, it is perforced financial. That's right.
1: <laughs> that's right. It just depends on when it's going to impact. Is it short term or long term, right? At the end of the exactly. day, um, you know that's an, uh, also an important nuance about impact investors. Uh, in fact, all mm-hmm. investors are long term. They just choose to act in short or long term um, uh, timeframes. But impact investing inherently is long term, right? Um, mm-hmm. And that I don't mean forever. Uh, I, I mean that you know you you back a you back a problem statement uh, with a solution. And you have to kind of see mm-hmm. it through, right? And so you cannot externalize and say, oh, we don't have to address this. And so we will do something mm-hmm. else. We already want to address it. And we have uh, the level of perseverance strategy and 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 structure to go and solve a problem and kind
0: of help scale solutions to that problem. Mm, and I think, you know, certainly from the IPC sixth report, um, sort of demonstrating that the things that we thought were long term or non financial impacts are right here, right That's now right. in front of us. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so I flagged before um, that I wanted to ask you about sort of a mini case study here, at Rekha. Um You recently made an investment in a firm called EcoZen based in India. Um, Can you walk us through what EcoZen does, why you find it important from an environmental perspective, um, and why this investment was meaningful to Nuveen? 100%. Very, very excited about our investment in EcoZen. We
1: made a Mm. a $12.5 million investment in this company um, from the period of time we identified this company and we closed our investment in in it, and the company has more than doubled its uh, revenues and and, and profitability. Um, and and you know, of course, by by a lot of hard work and perseverance and market traction for the products this company has but also just because of the the the, the significant demand for, for the solutions that they bring to the table. So um, just really quickly, what does EcoZen do? EcoZen is an India-based um, solar pump and micro-coal storage manufacturing company uh, with very deep climate tech technology embedded the, the company um, essentially has two product lines. One is um, it has created um, a very cost effective solar powered water pump um, sold to smallholder farmers in India um, that has a controller um, that is a part of the solution, which allows for analytics, remote on off switch and a lot of great service features that don't exist in kind of pumps generally um, in the Indian landscape. Very importantly, it replaces diesel-powered uh, water pumps in India. And, and, you know, Indian ag contributes to two-thirds of uh, Indian GDP. Um, and so, you know, and in, in many farms, a vast majority of farms are still off the grid. And so um, a solar-powered solution for irrigation is really, really critical. Um, so you can just see that kind of very clear impact and climate mitigation story there. Mm. The second uh, product line it has, um which is growing fast, is micro microcol storage. Essentially, you know, imagine you're an Indian farmer. you have just harvested your fruits, vegetables, or horticulture, and you have no option today uh, but to just go and sell it in the market, what they call a Mundi in India, and you just have price discovery there. whatever the the trader is willing to pay you, you just you you offload your goods. Um And then there's a period of time when these goods get from, the mundi all the way into the, the 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 store shelves, and then finally to the end customer. And there's a ton of food wastage. This is not an Indian problem. Food waste is a big problem globally, mm. um, and the stats are kind of staggering. How much food kind of gets wasted from harvest to and um, consumer, and uh, and are mm. spoiled. Um, so, micro coal storage essentially think about a shipping con- small shipping container size unit that is solar PV uh, enabled and has intellectual property and patents around the self uh, standing cooling structure not connected to the grid. Again, we talked about farms are not connected to the grid. Lots of other parts in the Indian value chain are not connected to the grid. Mm. And so um, a coal storage solution that's small scale serving groups of farmers or others around the e-grocery value chain, really, really critical. Um, Once again, that product um, has a food waste element, but it also has a farmer Mm -hmm. productivity and income element, right? So what's really exciting about EcoZen and what they're doing is... um, they're 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 meeting a very much um, a significant demand. and uh, they're taking their technology as a means to lower the cost of delivering these products and services through a lot of research and focus in this market. The company has been around. For um eight years now and kind of you know built by engineers um and technologists. Um and now it's taking this this company's also taking its solution to Sub-Saharan Africa, to East Africa, and and delivering um, um this, these, these products into to Kenya and Namibia um with, with very significant gross margins because Sub-Saharan Africa faces some of the same problems that an Indian ag system does, although different um, you know, parts of them are so super excited about a, an investment like this one. Um we will have two board seats in the company. Excited to engage mm-hmm. with the company around innovation, around unlocking more productivity mm-hmm. and more access for customers. Uh, thinking about embedding finance as part of that, and so um, yeah, we're um, we this is a, our, our latest investment, and excited for many more to come.
0: It sounds like what, again, another thing I love about the impact sector is the intersectionality. So it sounds like this is, you know, if we're looking at an SDG framework, this hits life on land, it hits zero poverty, it hits climate, it hits, um, you know, waste Mm -hmm. reduction, which is sort of a, you know, a, a package all at once. 100%. One hundred percent, and and listen, this this
1: this investment also sets a very high bar for us to find other investments that do all mm. these things. Um, um, <laughs> it, is, it is rare to find a company that is so multidimensional in its impact. Mm. Um, but um, but you know, I think that's that's the the fun work of impact investors, trying to find mm. this uh, this intersectionality, this um, those win win um, uh, through through business innovation and and, and financial support.
0: I wanted to follow up with you on this EcoZen particularly as well, because in a previous interview that I had with you, um, you mentioned the fact that it's not only important to invest in deep tech and find technological solutions to some of these challenges, but that they be priced in a way that's accessible for people like smallholder farmers in India. Does EcoZen hit that that bar as well? Yes,
1: absolutely. And that's why it works, right? Because... Mm. I was just, you know, talking to another in, uh, investor who you asked, you know, well, is it climate or is it social? And I said, well, you know, the, the cool thing is it's it's both. Um, and actually what makes it social is because of the price point in which this this technology is delivered. Um, and, mm-hmm. and the reason it's delivered is because the entire company was built to solve a smallholder farmer irrigation access problem. It is very, it's a super culturally appropriate um, um, solution for the Indian ecosystem. The average farm in India is a small it's a small parcel of land under two hectares. And so, you know, we can take this technology and of course do solar pumps for large scale farms, but that's been already done. It The, the mm-hmm. trick was around being able to offer this at a price point that made sense for a smallholder farmer uh, with the capabilities and technology that have the kind of, um, you know, something that you would see in climate tech just for a... You know, high income customer. So uh, mm-hmm. that's that's the cool part um, about something like this.
0: Well, Reka Oneathan, Global Head of Private Equity for Nuveen, I can't wait to have you back on the next time you find the next EcoZen because I just love hearing the passion you have for finding these investments. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank
1: you, Rachel, for your interest and
0: support. <laughs> Thanks for listening to The Greener Way Podcast. If you liked today's show, remember to rate and review us on your podcast platform and make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss an episode. Any feedback? Contact us on podcast at fssustainability.com.au. I'm Rachel Allen Backus.
2: The Greener Way Podcast is a product of FS Sustainability, a show about people, the planet, and investing in our collective future. All information in this podcast is for education and entertainment purposes only. The Greener Way podcast gives listeners access to information and educational content provided by discussing numerous financial sustainable options and our featured guests. It is not intended as a substitute for professional, legal, or tax advice. The hosts of The Greener Way are not financial professionals and are not aware of your personal financial circumstances. FS Sustainability operates under an Australian Financial Service License and the exemption made available under the Corporations Act 2001 in respect to any information or advice given. Before making any financial decisions, you should read the product disclosure statement and, if necessary, consult a licensed financial professional. For more information, head to the disclaimer page on the FS Sustainability website, fssustainability.com.au.